This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And I'm Cassie. And we're excited you're joining us on this journey of conscious rising. Wait, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked, Pete. It means we're going to be sharing our experiences and tools for a life centered in joy, purpose, and gratitude. Life as it comes our way. So, the good, the bad. Don't forget the what the fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always, take, take what, what you, you like and leave the rest. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Dope. <laughs> we are live. What? We're Hello. live. Hey guys, how's it going? Hi. Um, so, run a little bit late today. No shocker there for the Travis and Pete tap into. I mean, it's show. a little bit of a shocker. Is it? When I was mean, the last time we were late? I mean, I feel like we're and who's late? late all the time. No one else is. <gasps> Susie we're not late. On. Everyone else is just Susan early. Taylor, you're going to like this one. Stick around. Susan. Um, share for me, will you, Susan? Um, oh, I got two volumes going on right now. You do. So I am going to attempt to share, and Pete's going to tell, um, kind of talk about what we're doing today. Unless what? you would like to share. What am I sharing? Oh, share. share. Like, yeah, I'll share while okay. you talk. Okay, so you're gonna share. You're a, to you know, you just have this YDF natural, Live, right? You just have this natural introductory to quality YDF about Live, you. Me, you, Susan sharing. She said, "Sure, well, friend." She's on it. Um, so today's episode, ah, episode number fifty-three. Is it? It's fifty-three. It is. 53. Um, is called Tell Me Lies, Tell Me Sweet Little Lies. Um, it's an amazing song by Fill in the Blank, because I'm not sure who sings that. Mm, we'll find out. Um, but we are talking today about living in your truth, okay? So as we've talked about here at the Tap Into Show with Travis and Pete, uh, we are trying to live our most authentic, authentic thank you, lives and truths. And um, we've found out and we figured out that... Um, Jana Parker. Oh, my God. Everybody's here. Hey, guys. Miguel is 53 this year. Um, so we have always come to you and said that we were going to share the good, the bad, and the what, what the, the fuck? fuck. Excuse the language, but there it is. Um, this episode is, is uh, what do you call it? Uh, what the thing when you rate it? Mature audiences only. How about that? Um, and so we've always told you that we were going to come to you with the good, the bad, and the what the beep. Um, and we hope we have fulfilled that so far. I feel like that we're mm -hmm. living our most authentic lives. Um, and in that circle of people who are living their, our most authentic lives um, is not only our great friend, but our producer, uh, Danielle Petz. If you haven't figured – if you haven't checked her out yet, she has her own podcast. It's called Vegan Danielle. Um, she's on several episodes. I can't even figure out what episode she's in right now. But she's, it's a lot – it's not only about being vegan. Um, it just kind of talks about her life. But she also has a blog um, on vegandanielle.com um, where – and I will put this out there right now. Okay, this is for mature audiences only, right? Um, and it talks about the WTF of Danielle's life. Um, it's stuff that we have talked about live on here before. Um, it's just some of the nitty-gritty, but it's the stuff that you can't ignore to get to where you're at now, right? We'll go with that. Um, so it's something that you should check out. We'll put the links in the description. Um, Danielle, we'll put the links in her description as well, because <laughs> she's going to be doing this. But today we decided about if who else better to have on the show than, uh, someone who is leading her most authentic life as she can, um, Miss Vegan Danielle. So here she is right now, Vegan Danielle. Ah! Grand entrance. Amanda Kellogg's here. Hello, Natasha. Hey, Good evening, everybody. Hello. How's it going? Love, 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 love seeing you here. So that is what our show is about today. So tell us some lies. Yeah, I did <laughs> that a lot that, of my life. <laughs> right. And that's exactly mm -hmm. kind of what we named this about is that, you know, it's about um, 
how often we, depending on who's in our circle or depending on who we're talking with at any given time, um, we kind of mm-hmm. live double lives, right? Is that fair to say? Very I feel like much I have something so. on my lip. That was a droppy skin. Nice. <laughs> um, so, and I'm, I'm very aware now about how many lives I lived with other people. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird? Like whenever you can get to that awareness, like yeah. if you would have asked me five, 10 years ago, how many lives are you leading? I would have said one. And I would have been confident with that. It wouldn't have been. That would have been your honest answer. That would have been my honest answer. But knowing what I know now and leading the life or living the life that I live currently, I know that that wasn't the truth. Um, And why is that, right? Why do we um, juggle different lives depending on who we're talking to? So we brought you on today because. You, um, and you know, without getting too much detail and, and giving away all of the good, juicy stories, um, I just want to say hi to Jenna because she said hi, I'm vegan. Yes, Je- <laughs> anyway. Jenna Parker. Uh, thanks, Jenna. Uh, hey, Melissa Crispell. She said hello hi. to all my Cali peeps. Melissa Crispell will be here in a couple weeks for a while. Yes. We're gonna have a good time. Um, so kind of tell us uh, about where. You know, again, without going in too deep with it, um, what was that like for you? Like growing up and living a separate life, separate lives, right? Yeah. Not just one. Yeah. Um, no, I'm glad you people. said that. Like, I'm glad you just said growing up because before you said that, I was going to start my story off from when I was 17 or 18, yeah. which, you know, like we had just mentioned, I'm not going to go through my whole history right now. It's quite long. But like Travis said, you if you go on my website, I've been pretty open about it lately. So Very that open. being said... <laughs> Without trying to hurt people. Uh, That being said, so my childhood started living a double life. Like my parents kind of forced that to happen because the home life wasn't uh, ideal. Mm -hmm. And I, if I were truthful to my friends or teachers, they probably would have been in trouble. My parents probably would have been in trouble. So it was like from the very beginning, oh, you better make up something how that happened. or You know what I mean? So it kind of taught me from a really young age to lie about things and I didn't call them lies. You know, I called it protection. You know, it's like I'm protecting my family. And really I, I was, but it was just a shitty position to be in as a kid. Cause you're like, wait, I thought I'm not supposed to lie. You know? Right. So of course those same kind of characteristics carried on later. And if we fast forward quite a few years, what it ended up being was I, I left my home when I was 17 uh, I needed to make money. Someone dared me to work at a strip club with a fake ID. I did. And uh, that was really, really different for me because my childhood growing up was very sheltered. And we lived in a small town in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, nobody talked about anything. And there was a lot of church and blah, blah, blah. And like, I couldn't tell anyone even if I wanted to what I was doing. But then it progressed from that point to having a boyfriend and, and living a, a, you know, I don't know, conventional pretty much uh, relationship with him and, you know, not cheating on him, not doing whatever. And on the side, I mean, he knew I was dancing, but I, I, I was Brittany, for example, at work. I mean, even a different name, different, everything. And so it's like, I'm Brittany at work. I have a certain attitude. I wear little pink skirts and I'm blah, 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 blah. And then I get home and I want to ride motorcycles and, you know, play in the dirt and like take off all right. my makeup, you know, right. and then I'm Danielle again. Right. And... I got so used to doing that that, yeah, of course there were lies. When I when I work at the strip club, I'm not going to tell them about my home life. Right. And when I got home, I, I didn't want to hurt him with some of the shit that went on in the club. So, yeah, it was kind of necessary. And, you know, fast forward some more time. I've, you know, I've been in San Diego. This was all in L.A. And I've been in San Diego now for about six years. And um, it's... My life is different today, and I'm trying not to live two separate ones. Like, I will actually catch myself today when I... I, uh, you know, not necessarily lie, but omit, you know, there you go. I'll like, I'm very honest with you guys. You yeah. guys know pretty much everything. I mean, if you didn't, you could ask and I'd tell you, but of course, you know, I have to be a little bit careful what I say at work or a little careful what I say with certain friends, but it's like, I'm finally to this point where I'm kind of merging all the pieces of Danielle together. Like you mentioned the blog. So that was kind of I don't know. Like, I know it's risky putting all this stuff out there, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I I feel really good about it, and especially if I could help someone else that is reading, but it just makes me feel like I don't have to lie anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is me, you know? 
what I like about it, and this is purely from a standpoint, like I haven't read your blog yet, but I've, like you said, I've heard a lot of your story. Um, and I've seen, you know, and Travis has talked about some of the stuff he's read that he's been really excited to read. What I like about it, um, from what I've heard and from what I know about you is, you know, when we look at, at coaches or people of inspiration who get on a camera and talk about selves, we see the before and mm-hmm. we see the after. We don't ever see the transition. Right. And a lot of times I would say that's okay in some ways because when you're transitioning, sometimes it's really hard. Is it loud? Okay. Is that better? Sometimes it's really hard to talk about things that are raw and hurting in that moment. And we have to protect ourselves in that point. And so the beauty about blogging, writing a book, memoiring, whatever it is, is that you're able to recollect that time of transition and look at it from the space that you know now so that you can say, this is what I was going through then. This is why I was going through it. And it's it's a beautiful to see. One of the things when I was growing up is, you know, I saw like my mom was a very accomplished teacher. My dad had his path. And I saw, you know, I heard stories about where they came from and I saw where they were, but I never knew how they got there. Right. I'm not a studier at learning and education. You know, I need my own kind of rhythm and language to mm-hmm. like learn things and assimilate things. And I never saw that and it wasn't whatever. So to see things in progress broken down is such a it's such a beautiful way for me to be able to learn that it's, I'm excited that like there's references like your, like your blog where you take people through Each the process. The yeah. and, and that's the, just to kind of piggyback off of that. That's the thing that like a lot of times, even, even if you relate to friends, like not so much like celebrities or comeback stories or whatever, but if you're relating to your friends, a lot of times the friends you have when you're living a, a not so authentic. good life, yeah, not so authentic life no. are not going to be your same group of friends when you clean your stuff up and you become a different person. Mm -hmm. And so those people knew you for that. You know, people today know me for, or let's talk about me, you know, the, the, those people knew me as that Danielle and people today know me as this Danielle. There's not actually, there's nobody that I know in person, maybe a little bit online talking, but nobody that I know from that knew me from early Danielle until now. And, and I'm talking about like when I was dancing and stuff, but the there, there's nobody I can even think of even online that knew me from when I was a kid, and that's kind of sad sometimes because I'm like, oh man, some people have like friends forever and they knew this person this long, and I don't have any of that. But I mean, whatever. Like I, you know, it is what it is, and I have good friends like you guys today. So it's like, yeah, what does it matter how long I've that's known a you? that's a that's a cool concept to sit with because like with Travis and I, like we live in a new state, so there's nobody around us mm. minus Facebook. Or like phone calls every now and then that are people that we knew before we moved out right. here. Um, and that's, I think that gets into a comparison thing when you're like, oh, am I – Well, how am I because I don't have childhood <laughs> friends versus – but like the quality of friendship that we share now with each other and then with our group is – I mean I don't – you know. But I think other- that's what it is too is that like – so I can – I have maybe one or two friends that have known me my whole life, mm-hmm. right? Um, they may – not necessarily still stick around because who I am now is not who I was several years ago, right? right. That's not their cup of tea, and that's okay. They still choose to be friends with me, but it's not the same kind of relationship. It's a little bit of a distance. And so the difference between the relationships that I had before and the relationship I had now is that even though the people that are surrounding me don't they didn't live with me in that past, they know about it. Right. 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 So like I can I can I can talk about a, several people, right, including yourself, Yeah, which is, you know what, it may be a little different not living it, but you do know about it. Right. 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 And that's okay. And that's the people that I'm trying to get, you know, continue to, to grow these relationships mm-hmm. with is people that, yeah, you may not have been around, but this is me. I'm not going to hide anything. Right. And, and if you don't like it. Sorry. Bye. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of how I feel too. That's like, yeah, there are some people – they will probably be offended by some of this stuff I say, and, and that's not my intention. Uh, you know, it just, it's the past. You know, it's it's my story. I'm not proud of everything, but at the same time, it's what happened. And I don't even feel like it has to be something. I'm. There are several times where I can think about things in my past, and I go, and right? I literally cringe I and go, that, yeah. did that really just happen? Did I do that at mm-hmm. one point? That may not be something that I'm proud of, but whatever I continue to stick into the front of my mind is that I'm so freaking proud that I made it out of it. Right. Right. I'm so proud that I have all of those things 
Pete and I have said this before. We have a hundred percent batting average for getting through the shit. Right. Who can say that? Most Every, everybody, everyone alive. Right. <laughs> but I'm just saying that. But who can see that perspective? Waking though? up the next day. Yeah. Like they they take these things that they've went through in their lives mm-hmm. and let them drag that or let that drag them down. Right. I refuse to do that. I, I refuse to look behind me, except for whenever I need to remember a lesson that I forgot. Right. Or if it's to help somebody else, maybe like that's my biggest thing. And I and I definitely wasn't always like that. Like there was a big period in my life. Like I remember one time in particular where um you know, I just had a really bad motorcycle accident. I they had me on oxycotton and uh, you know, if you guys don't know what that is, it's a really high painkiller. It's very similar to heroin in its composition, chemical composition. But I, you know, I'd, I'd like save up, like not take one for a day so that I could take two the next day and then get extra fucked up. And I would, you know, drink alcohol with it too. And I just remember like I lived alone and I was in a wheelchair and I was like, writing all this stuff on a piece of paper and I just remember being like fuck you dad and blah 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 and like all this anger and I was so depressed and like these feelings from 10 years prior were coming out like I hadn't seen my dad in years and it was like all this stuff started coming up for me and 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 I'm like writing everything down and I'm super angry and I'm just like there's nobody I felt like there was nobody there for me like I was just once again you know it brought back memories from my dad leaving me when I was a kid and it's like I'm I'm alone again. There's no one here. And I, and it's like <laughs> those kind of things like, yeah, it sucked. But it, everything I mean, you can choose to handle every situation, you know, it's one way or another. And I, sure. I definitely didn't handle it well then. <laughs> but I if you try to look at the whole situation, I do feel that I did the best I could for what I knew. And I feel that at some point when you get in this kind of survival mode, logic goes out the window. Agreed. So it's like. You know, I'm just trying to live, you know, <laughs> just don't want to die as much as I said I wanted yeah. to die. One of the cool things about blogging um, is the ability to share the lessons that you've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other cool things that I have heard writers talk about is the lessons that you learn in the moments of writing or the moments of looking back and reading what you wrote, yes. reflecting. Are there anything like what are some things that you have you've been sharing these 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 this past things and the lessons of how you got out of it or how you changed in the end. But like when you're writing it or when mm-hmm. you're reflecting on who you might hurt or, you know, mm-hmm. are you over the pain? Or like, what are some things that you've learned while Ooh. bringing up these thoughts again and writing them down and reflecting? That's such a good question because I didn't even consider that when I was writing what was going to happen to me when I did it. Right. And all of those things are, are true that you just brought up. There were some things I didn't remember, and I'm sure there's some stuff I still don't remember. But, like, as I'm, like, trying to do this chronological <laughs> timeline, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And, I mean, even one of my posts, I was like, oh, I totally forgot. I should oh, there's a, on this. every <laughs> post. And that's why I love reading your blog is because you write wrong. the way that you say. She'll be telling this story, and she'll be like, yeah, and this and this. Oh, hold on real quick. Let me get to it. Back to that. I need to tell you this story. I just remember. Instead remembered. of editing it. To it. I love it. Yeah. I love so, it. I mean, I have a habit of not it's having authentic. the best memory. But yeah. It's authentic. So, the, like, that's happened a few times within the blog, and that it'll help me kind of remember stuff. Some funny, some not so much. But, um, yeah, some of the people that I've come across, I'm like, man, there were, there was a lot of wreckage caused. You know, I, I uh, that whole time, especially when I was really young, it was like, screw my parents, and they did this, and they did that. And, and of course, like, I'm not thinking about what I'm doing to everyone. I'm just blaming my parents. And then blame this guy because he crossed a boundary with me and blame this guy, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, at what point did I have a part in it? You know what I mean? At what point? Did, and maybe not even, this is where I'd like to clear this up real quick because there are some anonymous programs that talk about like what your part was in something. And I, I totally like, I love the way that the format is, but what I found out is that some people do it a little bit wrong. And they like, for me, I'll just give a personal example. I've had some sexual abuse in my past. So like, I I remember like writing on this, this list and it's like, you're supposed to write people that you're resentful against. Okay. Well, I'm resentful against whatever, some Tim, I don't know, some name. And why? Well, because he took advantage of me this night. And then like, once you go down these columns, it's like, well, what's your part? And then I remember always thinking like, I guess I met him, you know, like not really knowing, like just being like, well, I guess my, you know, I didn't know better. You know, I didn't know what to put. And now I've kind of realized that it's not so much what's my part, that situation, but everything else that's associated with that. So maybe it could be before it could be after, but for me, it's usually after it's like, what was my part? Well, you know, I, 
dwelled on that for 10 years later and held that hatred inside of me and, you know, didn't let it go, didn't forgive that person or whatever. And that's what ended up really getting me into the depression, whether it was parents or other guys or whatever. It was just like, like, and so writing about a lot of this stuff, realizing that like I contributed to a lot of my own stuff, um, not all of it, but the stuff that I did, you know, and and then kind of realizing, okay, what can I learn from this and not make that mistake again? Bingo. And I think that's the biggest thing. I've been learning a lot about myself, really. It's like some of my characteristics, you know, it's like, oh, man, what's what's, you know, in common with all of these things? And it's like, <laughs> I'm in fear. I, I'm, you know, insecure about this. I have, you know, certain things. And it's like the same pattern for patterns. Yeah. For a lot that's of the, cool. you know, things that aren't even related. It's, or I didn't think they were related. So, See, and that's so interesting. Whenever we were talking about, like, living lies, not even living lies, like, living separate lives, the first thing that you had talked about was um, y- you were kind of conditioned, right? There was a conditioning of parents saying, I need you to make up some sort of story mm-hmm. so that other people don't judge me or judge us or whatever. We don't go to be. jail, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it's like I didn't have that conditioning, which I'm not – you know, there's not one right or another, right. like the reason you do it. I have to say that mine came back from whenever I was living these like additional lives or separate lives from different people was because of comparison, right? Like the people that I were hang- – that mm. I were – that I was hanging around with – seemed to have a little bit more together than I did or they had cooler things or they could sit around and they could talk about, you know, doing all these amazing things in their lives. And I didn't feel like I had that. So for me, it was like, okay, this story that I'm going to make up and the lies that I'm going to teach, it fits the mold of the people that Mm -hmm. I hang out with. Looking back, that is insane, right? It's insane that the people that we've, and you know, everybody does it, I'm sure, but it's like, the people that I surrounded myself with are definitely, and I could say this, definitely not the people that I would want to surround myself with now, right? right. And so why was I trying so hard to, at the end of the day, it's about just fitting in. Mm-hmm. And why do we want to fit in? What is the reasoning behind that, right? And with what you were just saying, it's all, I feel for me, it all comes back to judgment, right? Yeah. Why do, the lights just turned off in there and I was like, <laughs> damn. Um, and so it's kind of for me, it's like once we live this life free of judgment mm-hmm. um, or care to be judged. Right. When it we, goes both ways. Yeah. It's like is when we start living our most authentic. Right. Because there are times and I'm, this is complete honesty with you is that whenever I can read some of your blogs or you tell me stories there's that automatic judgment trigger that comes in and goes, oh, girl, really? You did that? In my head. But then if I sit here and sit there with it long enough, I can go, do you remember that one time you did that one thing? And I go, oh, you're right. We're just living this life the best that we can. We all make our own mistakes. There's no judgment allowed. Right? There's no judgment allowed. And if the people that – and it's like I told somebody close to you, we'll not name names, is that – if somebody wants to judge you for being completely honest and open and willing, see what I did there? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if someone wants to judge you for that, do you really want them in your life? Right. No, absolutely right. not. For me, it's a no. It's a hell no. Yeah, and, and I think just to clarify, too, there's a really big difference between how I'm acting today and what I was then, because it, of course you can judge me for how I act today, because that affects you today. You know, Does but it? I mean, if we're going to be in the same space, there's yeah, a, I oh, mean, I we gotcha. all if we're gonna affect be each other. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, my you know my behavior, like we had an instance. I don't want to get into it, but where I did something kind of stupid, yeah. and um, you know that that affected you, that affected you, that affected. Tons of other people I had no idea it was going to blow up into, and that's not okay. You know, it's but like, that's a valuable lesson, and like yeah. that's why you have like people like us. Like we could look back and have had similar situations, and like we could just. I mean, I know for myself specifically that that situation, I was smiling because I trusted you, and I trusted the people that if there was anybody that wasn't going to be around at the end of the day, then. Mm-hmm. They needed to, you know, like everyone needed to go their own way. But like the people that are still here today after shit went down of of whatever it was. It's like we were here for whatever and it's kind of cool to watch other people pick themselves up. We did a show topic on that mm-hmm. not too long ago. It's like that is really cool to trust people to 
to figure themselves out. And sometimes that's what they need. Too. Exactly, exactly. And that's one that the the common thing that you two are both talking about of like the people we hung out with, the people we were ten years ago, five years ago, whatever. It's like the reason we're not there now is because we know a little bit more about ourselves. You know, when I look about, I could look back you writing or you podcasting or you've written a little bit too. And I say like, well, do you remember 10 years ago what you were feeling when those things were going on? Like, do you remember the gut check when you're like, should I be here right now? Right. And now, but we recognize it, but we didn't know what to do with it. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to walk out of the situation. I'm not even going to enter this situation. It's like the beauty about the storytelling Um is that you can reflect on how well you get to know yourself over your lifetime and the courses of action and the different roads you take because of that. Yeah. And that's like, that's a major part of life for me that I'm realizing it's just getting to know the relationship with me and myself more and more and more and more every day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then act accordingly. And I think that's so important because I I, like, this kind of goes back to how Travis started this whole thing out was like, I didn't even know who I was anymore. I'm so busy playing Brittany, Jenna, Danielle, who knows, whatever, to all these different kind of people. And it, and it even got to a point where my stripper friends, I was making up another story because once I started doing harder drugs like heroin, <laughs> they were like, fuck no, we snort coke and you're crazy. Yeah. And so I was even different to them. <laughs> we're like, just cokeheads. We don't got time for that heroin. <laughs> That's, that's a conversation I never thought I'd be a part of. Well, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I even I even separated from them. And it's so funny <laughs> talking about it now because it's so different from who Absolutely. I am today. But and I guess that's why I think it's funny. Back then it wasn't funny, but whatever. Yeah. So now it's like I I would not only have to remember who I told what, who I was allowed to say what in front of, like whatever it's crazy trying to jumble all those different kind of things and so that just circles right back Mm -hmm. yeah you always get caught in stuff like that right it's like that's not what you said last week and oh mm. (laughs) well that even comes back to and i'm sure you know this because you've been reading some of my blog was that i even caught myself recently since i've been in san diego kind of lying about something that i was on a podcast where i kind of with one of my friends and i kind of opened up about everything and something I said in that podcast wasn't completely true. And I didn't even know that I lied about it until I started writing the truth. And I was like, oh, I said something. And so I corrected myself in the in the blog post. I was like, if you listen to my podcast, this is what I said. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. Like, it's like, uh, thankfully today I'm okay with admitting it if I screw up like so that. But you think it was a part of just going back to childhood where you had to act accordingly based on who was in the room i i think so and that's the thing is like today i can say 90 percent of the time 99 percent of the time i don't intentionally lie to be manipulative or you know what i mean for some sort of deceitful reason i i, I think when i do it's like it's the stupid shit too like some little detail in something and then it's like Oh shit! Sorry, I think I lied about that. You know, yeah. and, I mean, I'm not. I'm making it sound like I lie all the time. It's not like she a regular does. thing. But... She sits on a throne of lies and smell of beef and cheese. What can I say today? Yeah, no, but I think that's one of the things is that it's like that is the. Um, transition right of living so many multiple lives mm-hmm. and then leading an authentic life is that you may not necessarily do it sub- or consciously but you do right. it subconsciously and as long as you catch yourself that's okay it was like you were just saying it's like went through a thing with you and uh, with some stuff that had happened and it wasn't like there wasn't any given point to where it was like oh this is just the end of that it was like okay this is you know this is kind of cool to see we can watch this person get through it and get on the other side because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you did right right you're being authentic now you're doing the best that you can in any situation so that is what we're talking about. It's not about like I, expectation of perfection. There's no expectation You're never gonna of perfection. Reach that, yeah. There's not. Like I don't I'm not saying the people I surround myself with right now are perfect or I am perfect. It's that I'm working towards a more cohesive friendship and inner mm-hmm. circle with people that I can be completely honest with. Right. Because I don't have time for anybody in my life that if they hear something that I did in my past or present, because I still messed up of occasionally, course. like once a month maybe, <laughs> um, to where if they want to like peace out because of it, so be it. But I don't surround myself with that people anymore. Right, That's why the right. judgment, the, the worry of judgment isn't there anymore. 
And yeah. that's how I'm able to do that. So are you feeling judged right now? Is that what's happening? Um, I've got some really great comments that I want to go through right now. Um, unless mm. y'all have something. Uh, well, while you're looking and we'll, we'll get to the comments, I just had a question for the both of you, Danielle, um, also directed towards you since we're talking about blogging, writing your history. Do you ever get to something that still stings that you haven't mm-hmm. quite healed from Ugh. yet? Do you set it beside? Like, how do you, what do you do with that information? So, because that's a, and, and, and before you answer, I want to set this up. I had, you know, there was something that happened to me today. It was actually a conversation with Travis and there was something that that was said that I wasn't that I am not ready or don't know how to discuss my feelings on, um, and so we just stopped talking about it because I mean I don't know how to express no, no, myself. Yeah. I don't know where I am if there's growth that's needed. Like I'm just I'm unsure, um, and so and I know sharing that in public like I'm being very vague because I don't you know. So it's yeah, like yeah. what how does that look like for you? I, I, what do you do with that? I love that you said that because so, on two different levels. The the first part is that there have been things that come to me and I have had people close to me ask me, well, how does that make you feel? How do they? And my answer even to myself is I don't know because I kind of get in this automatic freeze mode, you know, like this sort of like protection thing that's like – I don't know how to identify that thought with that feeling. Like I became very numb, not only with drugs and alcohol, but like emotionally, spiritually, all these different kind of levels because I just had to be okay and had to be this performer and had to be happy and blah, blah, blah. And and so I just learned for a really long time, like, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm fine. You know, and that kind of was the attitude I took on. So even when I try to dig into it and try to feel like figure out what it was, I don't always know because I'm like, I, I faked it. I don't know, you know, but to go back to what you were saying with like, is there still something that I, would you say, hold on to? Well, like if you're writing that, something, you're like, ooh, that still stings. I'm not ready yeah. to share that yet. Or like, how do you assess what healing needs <sighs> to be done? Or There are some things that I will never share publicly that I've shared with a therapist um, in confidentiality, obviously. Uh, usually the reason, oh, I could say the reason for a few of them is that it it would involve people possibly getting in trouble with the law. Um and it's a it's a tough thing to be because it's like if I was a like okay let me just be a little bit more I'm not gonna say what it is but um a little bit more broad I I had an interaction I haven't talked about it yet on the blog I had an interaction um with some gang members when I was in L A and they ransacked my house they stole everything they they let my dogs out like it was a terrible situation they stole my car and crashed it and whole situation um and. I was kidnapped by them and taken to like some mountain. I love that. <laughs> it was insane. I mean, I it was crazy. This you know? is all true, guys. Like, you was really need a... to check out this blog because this I is how most of well, no, this is I know, but this is how a lot of these blogs read. You read it and you go like this. Next, and then <laughs> next, like you just. It's like it's a it's a soap so opera funny. that she actually lived. But I know. Continue. Yeah. So I basically like. Nothing ended up happening to me. They were trying to scare me. They were trying to intimidate me because I can't even remember what they were trying to get out of me. Probably money, but um, or to see if I knew something. I think and and I never talked about it to the cops to to anything because I was in fear that you know they were associated with a very well known gang and obviously I'm just this little white girl in L.A. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do? So. Those kind of things I won't ever give details to, um, other than you know something like what I just said right now. But. Um, so that that kind of makes me cringe a little because sometimes I'm like, God damn it, I wish they'd get theirs, you know? And then there's like some... <laughs> sorry, reading comments. Whoops. Um, <laughs> and then there's like some that um, I just... I don't... Like the things that make me cringe, you guys know about. Yeah. You know, something that I had to face not too long ago. And those, it's like... Ooh, like there's not, I don't know. There's not a lot. Like for me, like I said, I've become so numb to so many things that like hardly anything seems to affect me anymore. But there's probably two or three things that I'm like, God damn it. Like that, that sucks, you know? And like, what do you do? So I go to a counselor. Yeah. So that's so, a forgiveness with me, I think. Is that yes. like, cause there's, there's a lot of times where, not a lot anymore, but like there have been times where I will, something will come up and I'll remember something and I'll, that literal full body cringe where you go, oh, goodness. Yeah. Like, and you like, you start to think about it, but it's like, until I can say, dude, Travis, look in the mirror and go, that was not, that's not you anymore, it's right? Not the same person. Forgive yourself, mm-hmm. right? You got through it. If there's amends somewhere that you need to make, 
that you didn't make, now's the time to do it. You always right. have the ability to go back and apologize and to, mm-hmm. to whatever it may be. But it's more so apologizing to myself, right? It's apologizing mm-hmm. for going, sorry, I was so rough on you. Sorry, I'm yeah. still thinking that you're that type of person. Move on. You're a better person because of it. Next. I love that because I don't do that enough. No, you know? and no. Then I start, well, like, who does? Yeah, true, true. And I mean, that's the last thing I think about when I'm like, God damn it, you're so stupid. You're so ugly. You're so, you know, yeah, start yeah, yeah. putting myself down. And, like, and I'll even take it to a physical level where it's like, these scars are on your face because you did drugs and you picked at your face and bleh, yeah, you know? yeah. And I'll beat myself like up. Like you deserve it. Right? right? Like, like I don't deserve anything. This is all than that you deserve. No, and that's not okay. Like, yeah. you deserve happiness right you deserve love you deserve all that but you don't deserve anything that's hurt you like you can take that and learn it as a lesson right. but like it's not mm-hmm. one of those things that you can't continue just to like lock yourself up and put like throw away the key because of it mm-hmm. right you've already lived it that was the time that was your punishment right <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did it that, right. <laughs> you don't have to keep on kicking yourself in the ass because of it well i, I don't at least yeah, yeah. so know. where can people watch this raw <laughs> discussion unfold how do how do how do we find this blog uh, travis mentioned it earlier but yeah it's my, my website is literally just vegandanielle.com and if you click on blog i've been uploading them every day that's my intention um i can't i you know i don't know at some point i'm gonna run out of some content so i don't know if i'll keep doing it every day but you keep will. living yes you will living. <laughs> travis is gonna hold me i need my fix <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is like it is as chronological as I possible. as possible. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, there's been a few where I've literally been like, oh, yeah, I forgot. And like I've added something. <laughs> and so um, it, it, but if you like, I guess my point is, is that you should probably start from the beginning if you're going to. Oh, absolutely. Start reading, cause it, oh, you'll want be to. And if you yeah. don't, she'll just she she goes back and like kind of talks bit, about yeah. it. So but go from the beginning. They're quick. They're reads. short. Yeah. They take like five minutes tops for the longest ones. Yeah, and some um, of them are like two minutes. They're a couple but paragraphs. But yeah, make sure you comment and heart those because <laughs> Thank they're, you. Just, they're just such great stories. And you know what? It's kind of like, like I said, I'm going to put that out there. This is for mature audiences only. Yes, there's yes. a little bit of talk about everything in there, but it's life. And there's a warning on there too. You know, there's some parents. It's life, yeah. I've, I've known parents that would have their six, seven-year-olds read this just because it's life. You're not saying anything I'm not condoning. You're any not behavior. condoning anything. You're just no. talking about you know. How you d- and I think, um, and let's get to the comments because I want to. But like one last thought is like I'm glad that we're talking about the explicit, <laughs> explicitity, explicitity, explicitity. Yeah, of know. the of sure. what you're writing, of maybe using cuss words on this show or whatever. Is that you know we're so used to, and I'm talking about like my parents are baby boomers, and I understand that culture, and like you keep things behind closed doors and hidden. It's like. Everyone goes through everything of a nature at some point, whether it's heartbreak, whether it's jealousy, whether it's fear, whether it's success, whether it's joy. And it's like to be able to share that and then apply what you like and leave the rest and not judge it and just accept it for what it is and learn from it. Like that's that's a, I want to get more towards that and less mm-hmm. about like, oh, don't share that. That's explicit. Right. Sure, sure, sure. It's And I life. think it's a good point too that it's like – you can read and listen to other people's stories, and there's some that are just so out there that you can be even more <laughs> thankful for your own. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing, too, that, like, I've realized that I'm not the worst. You know, I don't have the worst past. I don't have the best no, past. You know, it's, it's yours. I'm just a person. And you know there's who a has the worst us. past? I just came up with this. You ready? Uh-huh. It's the people who can't tell it. Ooh. Ooh. And, and you know for what? Some worst reason or to them. May not be – I mean that's also a matter of opinion, right? Because yeah. that's one thing that I've caught myself. I'll just say this real quick and you can get to your comments because I like some of those. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the one thing it that I've realized to have a lot more compassion about is that when – like I had a, a situation where somebody came to me pretty much in tears about something that I felt was so minimal. Like I was just like, are you serious? Like that that happens to me on a daily basis. Like what? <laughs> what? I, what's wrong? You know? And – and I really, in my head, I didn't say that out loud, but in my head, I'm totally minimizing her situation because I'm like, get over yourself. If you only knew my past, blah, blah, blah. And I, I didn't go there, but I still, the feelings towards her were like that. And I took a step back and I was like, you know what? For her, she has a, a much different life than I do and had a very sheltered entire life. And for her, maybe that was the worst thing that ever happened to her. So it is a matter of perspective too, because- always, yeah. You know, like, if that's the worst thing no. for her, then 
you know, good for her, but but that you know that sucks, you know. So and that's a, a good opportunity to pay attention to who's around us right. to say like if if she's been through this and you've been through fifteen times a worse or, in your perspective, then it's like. Maybe there's little nuggets to trickle down, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. Because that's we're all here to help and teach and learn. And all right, let's do comments before yeah. we keep yeah, rambling. Natasha Jenkins Moore <laughs> hey, um, Natasha. and Allie Watkins. Hi, Allie. Hey, Allie. And for Allie and Amanda, both coming from Australia. I know. Um, so Hi. they had this cute little conversation. Not even cute, like a great conversation between them. Uh, Natasha Jenkins Moore started out with saying, "Oh yes, usually start singing loud when my mind takes me back to these interesting lows." The things I did or choices I made. Then I think, ah, the contrast helped me decide (laughs) what I didn't want. However, it told me what I did want. It's had its place. Um, and she said, we attract the vibrations we feel. Yes, I saw that. Allie Watkins said, oh, that judgment. I can play things over and over <laughs> in my mind. Uh, and <laughs> Natasha said, it's crazy, isn't it, Allie? And she said, so uh, so silly, Natasha. Why can't I validate myself instead of needing others to do it? Mm, and that's what, you know, it's kind of like to, to be able to say that out loud. You already know that you're validating yourself. <laughs> so give yourself a little bit more than that. Uh, Natasha said, I try to watch the my mind and not judge what I'm saying like I'm an outsider. Try to do it with others too. Yeah. Um, she says that she's getting better and she's, uh, Ali said, I didn't judge others. I know everyone is fighting a battle, but me, I judge me hardcore. Right. And that's one of those things is it's kind of like, I, my big, your biggest critic, right. Is yourself. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter who, (laughs) sorry, that laugh was out. Somebody, (laughs) um, uh, Allie said, I'm having trouble with friendships from thinking about how they are judging me or comparison that I'm not good enough for them. Mm. So it's like, oh, mm, really? Yeah. Do you want that? Do you really want that? I've been in that 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 situation where it's like, that's whenever you start overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Right? That's whenever you start doing more than you should or, or more than a regular friendship mm-hmm. to be able to validate and to be able to get, show your worth to people. And then right? they take advantage. You, and you then you're exhausted as hell. Yeah. Right? Your left just kind of empty. Um, Susan Taylor said, it's exhausting. It's so much easier to tell the truth. People are going to judge. That's never going to change. Uh, you just have to be okay with your own choices no matter what anyone else thinks about it. And I think that's kind of like living that authentic life, right? Is yeah. that my give a damn is busted, right? I don't give a damn. <laughs> I, love that. I don't give a damn if you agree with me or not or you live the same life as me you just kind of have to love me right <laughs> or don't or don't but, but, like and if yeah. you make don't a then choice then make go. that choice yeah, love no, me or not no, um me. <laughs> susan said susan taylor said i read something one time that said i used to care about other people's opinions until i tried to pay my bills with them <laughs> oh i've heard something like that before yeah <laughs> she said no Beautiful. one should feel ashamed or regret from their actions in the past unless you didn't learn a lesson from it. Yes. All the decisions we have made and lessons we have learned make us who we are today. You can't, right? You can't just kind of ignore it. And if you don't right. learn a lesson, it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. It was meant for you to learn. Natasha says, I love the raw essence from you guys. Well, thank you. And Heart. thank you for being a part of this. Um <laughs> Natasha said, "Where's the book?" Okay, I love. I was laughing at that earlier. Natasha, you're funny. Um, I I've had a few people actually say this. So my idea of the blog was kind of like my rough draft of potentially doing that. I guess the only thing that held me back was I feel like only celebrities sell books, right? Bitch, you want to write a book? You know, I it. totally want to write a book. I love oh writing, God. and you're writing a book right <laughs> like, now. Well, it's just figured. it wouldn't be that hard after I get it out there. Yeah, but who wants to buy a book if it's free online? Uh, we talked about that different. There people. are no books. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Definitely. Just people do it. who are reading this right now, like, hold on, Amanda, I can't read that from my phone for the sure. big one. Yeah, she, can you? Oh, yeah, yeah. She said they do. Baby boomers were the same as other generations, just more frightened of judgment and consequences. That's like my job, taking all that generational trauma out of our energy. We need mm. to own it. Ugh. I When I read that the first time, I was like, wait, what What? what does that have to do with me? And like, <laughs> like, was it like, am I holding up? Like, because I, you know, taking generational. Wait, scroll up. Taking I can't. Gen- oh, <laughs> oh, gotcha. It came down. So like that generational trauma, you know, when I look at like the things I've learned from my family or experienced through growing up with my parents and my grandparents, mm-hmm. and it's like. It sticks with you. It takes, what do they say? It takes like two generations in order to leave something completely behind. Um, I, I pulled that out. I don't my, know. Whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, taking all that it. generational trauma out of our energy, we need to own it. Yeah, it's right? just like, 
I don't know. Because we are in an era now where we can talk more freely. Unfortunately, this wasn't quite the case a generation sure. ago. Well, we're still in the, we're in the era of being able to talk more freely, but people don't know yeah, what to so, do with it I yet. Know. They're like, freaking out. Read the comments on anything, and it's like, you beep, 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 and you like go back in your hole, and it's like, no. Yeah. If you don't like it, move on to the next blog. Move on go to the next TV it. show. Move on. To, yeah, but it's like to be able to have the freedom to share essence with it. It's just, yeah, we just don't know what to do with it yet. So but don't tell me lies. It doesn't mean yeah. stop doing it. Don't tell, don't don't tell, tell me, me lies. Don't tell comment me lies. lies. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. And if you ever find yourself in, you know, we do, we, you know, find that safe person. You ever find yourself wanting just to get some of the darkest stuff off of your chest? Um, something that you've never told anybody before? Hit us up. Send us a private message. Just a little There's side zero note. judgment there. My yeah. boobs look huge on here. Yeah. Ooh, we're talking about boobs now. They're really not that big. They just... <laughs> <laughs> Coming back. Great. Anyway, uh, uh, Amanda said there's science that proves trauma exists in our cells. Our paper reported 14 generations before the behavior disappeared. Wow. wow. And so, okay, so Amanda, um, so what is it? Part of what you do is then to help people deal with that in this lifetime, in this instant, um, versus carrying it with you or or future lifetimes or future generations of your family, because that's that's one thing that. The way I think, you know, it's like when all of us, when, when you, when you're sharp with something, when you're judgmental and then like Travis and I got in the habit of being like, who do you hear in your head right now? Is, mm. it, is it your grandma, your mom, your dad, your friend, a right. bully, um, your own like negative self. I learned my negative self talk from family, Me too. from my generational, from the, from growing up. Yeah. And, and that's not something that just like, it's so much, it's, I would say I've curbed 90% of it yeah. from when I was a child and it's just like <laughs> it was funny the first few weeks that I uh, told I'd read something about who is your, the voice that you're talking to, and I said that to Pete, and then he would say stuff, and he'd go, "Ooh." <laughs> he was Aww. like, oh, he was, no, well, no, it's a good thing to yeah. be aware of, right? Yeah. He was like, damn, that was my grandma. <laughs> you know, it's just like when you're aware of that, some of the voices that, or some of the things that are coming out of your <laughs> mouth aren't yours. Yeah. You're like, who it's said like that? Crazy. The whole it's your voice, and but then, it's the, yeah. Well, and what I've learned too is that, you know, and even like, so now it's like, you, you know, with your story, it's like we, we you, the, the times that we failed, and I'm not using fail as like, necessarily a bad thing but we didn't get the result that we wanted so we fail and it took us a long time to stand back up and make a different choice so now what i love is the being able to fall down and stand up quickly and choose differently so it's like like with that whole question who do you hear in your head i don't have to wait for the next conversation i can be like whoa rewind this is what i really this is the intention i really want to set with what i'm saying versus you know what i'm saying so it gives me a chance to think about it in the moment and because of the crowd around me i have the freedom to do that without being like nope you already said that or now you're lying or like what Amanda, Amanda answered your question. Actually, she said, yes, it's a big part of the personal development, not put into the mix. Awareness and then energy healing to get it out for your body for good. Mm. Yes. So, and that's actually I, something I'm going to start. I've been doing more like spiritual meditation and yoga and stuff like that. Just to, like, I, I know it's not going to fix me, but I feel like it's a good. No, don't you know. now. See, don't put that out there. That's not. <laughs> I know it's not going to fix me. I think it'll me. help me. There you go. It will help you. Well, yeah. and anything I also that think... you do to better yourself energetically right. is going to help you, even right. if it's not like this huge, like life altering thing. Right. Right. And that's one of the things, too, that, you know, you said something that. May may not be wrong for you, but for me, it's like I want. I, I it's not going to fix me. And I'm like, one of the things for me of learning the growth process is there was never ever anything wrong with me. I, it's you. like, well, I'm going to use Candyland because I was just talking about <laughs> earlier today. It's like Candyland. It's like you can't fault yourself for being at the beginning of the game when you really want to be at the end of the game, or you want to be like in the the gumdrop forest, but you're in the molasses licorice. What like you what? just got to like it's just where you Have are. You Candyland, and if you don't like it then you make a different choice. Or if you do like it, you keep, I just, pick yeah, another like, card. we don't need to be fixed. We are what we are and it's beautiful, no. but we can grow and we can grow. I love that so much. And funny, you'll find that comment ironic when you see a couple more blog posts come up. Cause there's one that's about Candyland, yeah. but not that. Candyland. <laughs> she just stole that from you, Pete. No, it's like, now I gotta go edit my blog. No. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. We've been on for 45 minutes. 45. Um, 48. Amanda What Foy, are you calling the if book? It helps, it, if it helps you loads. Awareness is key. Once you have more information, you can make more quality choices for yourself. That's what that is, is like the awareness and the information that you already have. And I think that's the thing is that we've 
kind of put up a veil or like fogged it up. Where for me, I know I have like I've chose to forget a lot of my past, oh, yeah. so I don't have to deal with it. Well, but and you, some of it survival. If you take too. that like take that fog out from it and just head it straight on, you can learn. You can learn. Yes. Um, love this, Amanda. Foy, Amanda AF, which I love her name. Yeah, we love Foy your is name. My, my uh, actually one of my family's last name. My cousins are Foy's. Is she from Australia? No. Well, Amanda is. From California. Check her out if you haven't. Amanda Foy, uh, the emotional strength trainer. Yep, that's it. Um, <laughs> that's what it used to be. She does now. a live during the week. It's um, the morning stretches. It's a little bit of a... Mm. Alive to kind of get your mind expanded. For us, it's not so much morning because she's <laughs> so. Whenever she's I see it in the, the evening, I'm like, it's my evening stretches. I'll just do it tonight. Um, but yeah, check her out. Check her lives out. Um, thank you for joining us. Check out Miss Vegan Danielle. Thanks, she guys. will put all of her stuff in the comments because she's producing this as well. Um, yeah, right but now. yeah, check her out, vegandanielle.com. You can also go onto SoundCloud as well as iTunes. Her podcast is called vegan danielle kept it simple guys <laughs> kept it simple um yeah and then of course you can find us on soundcloud do us a favor while you're on here if you haven't already go to itunes go to soundcloud um subscribe comment and rate uh you're Especially not only you're not only taking part of our live right now but you're taking part of our podcast and you've forever been immortalized in our podcast now that you can share <laughs> um with all your friends and family and i think that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um so yeah and from what we hear we help people to sleep in a good relaxing way yeah as one of our as one of our super fans <laughs> likes to our, refer to it one of so. our greatest greatest friends and fans <coughs> has said that she likes to listen when she can't sleep so it's cool i'll take that Aww. um so go over to it uh and download us check us out and thank you for joining us as always you get to be the mm. middle <gasps> heart. you're you got two making hearts. two yeah. hearts from our so, heart oh wait i gotta hold on i gotta get this ready to stop at the same time yeah. oh wait yeah. are we going down too no, no. Okay. <laughs> so from our heart to yours. to yours we love you guys and we, we appreciate you. you and we will see you next friday mm-hmm. at 2 2 p.m ish uh pacific standard time until then um go out tap into life and uh tap out tap out thanks guys we are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Please like us on Facebook and drop us a message to say hi. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and share us on your favorite social media. Special shout out to Specialty Produce Network. Aw, thanks. And our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. And we're better together. Until next time, get, get out, out there, there and tap, tap into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.